Welcome to the Goal Crazy Podcast. We explore what it takes to reach your crazy goals. I'm your host, Jason Vandeveer, and together we're going to learn to take life to the next level in Goal Crazy. Let's get started. Hey there, welcome back to the next episode of the Goal Crazy Podcast. This episode, we're going to be diving into something that I think everybody can relate to and can benefit from. In this episode, it's just going to be me. We don't have any guests coming on, but we're going to be talking about something we all have, problems. Sure, whether uh, no matter where you live, <laughs> no matter how old you are, whether you have big problems, small problems, we all have problems in your life. And today I want to talk about, might sound kind of crazy, but how beneficial problems and challenges are in our life and how much they just give us the opportunity to grow. And, you know, I think I have started to realize this as I've been reflecting with my journals. Probably by now you've realized I like to journal a lot, and I think it's an incredible habit that people should start. But one of the great things that journaling does is it gives you the opportunity to look back in the past at where you were. And if I look back, I can see one, like I can see lots of habitual ways of thinking or just habitual challenges that I run into and I can kind of catch these patterns so I can prevent them from happening in the future. But if I look back in there, I can just see all of these challenges that I've run into. And I also can see how each one of those challenges taught me a new lesson that I truly believe became a shortcut to get me to the life that I want. I have a life where I truly feel like I'm living out my dreams right now. I have the life that years ago I wrote down as this would be my dream life. And I feel like if I never had those challenges, I never would have been able to create that. And I'm so grateful now looking back on all those problems that have come up because each one has been a stepping stone. It has moved me here quicker than I think anything else could have that I was intentionally doing. And I have lots of different examples that I can come up, but I think one of the really good ones that maybe people can kind of relate with, but when I bought my first rental property, I was pretty newly out of college. It had taken me a little while to save up money to get my first rental property, but I moved into this property and I would say I knew absolutely nothing about how to handle the maintenance component of a rental property. <laughs> I wouldn't have considered myself a very handy person. I mean, you know, YouTube's out there, so in a way everybody can be very handy. But I moved in there and I remember there was two things wrong with this property that I didn't know about when I moved in there. There was these two things that I noticed and I lived in the one apartment. It was a quadplex, four units. I lived in one, rented out the other three. And I noticed that there was this really slow drip from behind the toilet where the water supply came in. I mean, it might have dripped three or four drips a day. Like it was really slow. The water would basically evaporate at the same pace it was coming down, but it was a drip and it was there. And there was also one of the doors, there was this seal at the bottom of the door that was cracked and bugs could come in. And it was kind of like those two things, after I moved in there and noticed them, they caused me so much stress. <laughs> it was like, I thought I just bought a dump now because it had these two things when both of them became incredibly easy fixes. I don't even really know if I needed tools. It was like, I needed to just tighten something on the toilet and I could literally snap off the seal of the door and snap a new one on. It was a really easy fix, but it caused me a lot of stress and it made me really anxious about having problems with my rental properties. And I would just pray and hope that I had no problems come up, right? I wanted it. I thought that's what would make my landlording experience and my real estate experience just a successful one I was having no problems with my real estate. However, that's that's not what happened at all. I would say not only with that property, but as I continue to get more, I feel like I've run into tons and tons of problems. I've had three separate times where 
a tree was randomly struck by lightning like a healthy tree, not even during a storm, like just a cloudy day, tree struck by lightning and fall onto the roof of the property. I've had, you know, like furnaces, you know, your hot water heaters, your air conditioners, refrigerators, things like that go out at really inconvenient times. I've had several times, you know, pipes break and apartments flood. I've had, you know, apartments completely flood to the point where, you know, we've got to replace the the drywall, the carpet. Like, you know, I've had these problems come up. And as I look back in these journals, it's like, wow, I wish, you know, I kept just praying and hoping that I would have no problems. But in reality, it's like those problems what actually helped me become a landlord? It's like, if I never had those problems, I would never have learned how to run a real estate business. And I, you know, I know we've talked some about maybe religion on these podcasts, and I feel like just kind of the, how it intertwines with your entrepreneurial journey. But it's like, I genuinely believe, and I can see this as I look back in my journals, it's like, I believe that God answers all of my prayers. And I believe the same for you. God answers all of your prayers. Just sometimes he over delivers. There I was, I was praying and hoping that I would have no problems. And God gave me something better than that. He taught me how to run a successful real estate business. I mean, now I have 34 apartments and it's like, I never would have gotten to that point if I never had those problems. Because it was those problems that helped me learn how to handle them because problems inevitably would happen with this business. It all helped me create literally like written processes of how to handle those problems when they come up. So when something comes up, most things my assistant can handle by just following the documented processes. And she can probably do it over the phone. And it's it doesn't create stress. I now have been able to use those problems to learn how to analyze deals. When I want to buy an apartment, I got to have a good understanding of how much the maintenance is going to cost, how much I'm going to spend in repairs if it needs any. And it's like, now looking back, I'm so grateful that rather than having that small prayer answered of just giving me a real estate business with no problems, I was given the opportunity to actually learn how to become a landlord and all the different lessons that came with it. So I bring this up because I want to encourage you to look for when you have problems and challenges, how it's going to help form you as a better person. How is this going to, what are you going to learn from it? What are those lessons going to prepare you for? What are new opportunities that might be available to you once you have that new skill set that wasn't available to you in the past? And I also really want to encourage you to throw yourself into life. I think lots of times we avoid situations that are going to be challenging for us when it's like, that's what's going to help grow you. That's what's going to help give you to the next level. And I really want to encourage you to, to take a risk on something. Go take action. Do something that might scare you. I think uh, a kind of little another story or analogy that I think really helps kind of bring in the picture of how important challenges are in our life is after college, I moved to Nantucket Island with some friends and I got like a landscaping job and kind of just like lived on the beach for the summer. And while I was there, we got we got surfboards and every day after work, we'd be done landscaping at like three or three thirty p.m. and would go to the beach and we'd surf. I'm not going to lie. I was probably better at walking around with my surfboard telling people I surfed than I actually was at surfing. <laughs> but uh, either way, we would surf. But when you go out and you're surfing, one one of the things you're going to realize is you spend a lot of your time waiting for the, the right wave. You know, it's like if you want, you can stay closer to shore where just lots of the small waves are breaking and ride the small waves in. But you don't. You go out there and you wait for the big wave, right? Because the big wave, that perfect wave, that big wave is what's going to challenge you. That big wave is what's going to push your skills to the next level. It's what's going to bring out the best of you. And I think similarly, both really difficult things in our life and really great things that happen in our life, both of them do the same thing. It's like the big wave, those challenges, 
that's what brings out the next level of you. It will stretches you to become a better version of yourself. And I think if you avoid them, you're, you're doing yourself a disservice. And I think like most people know that it's pretty common knowledge that pushing your comfort zone is, is a healthy and good thing to grow. But I also think that lots of people don't do it. And I think like I was trying to reflect on this, like why aren't people learning from their problems like I was? Because the reality is I'm 100% positive. Everyone would agree they have problems and they have challenges. But why aren't people accelerating at a, maybe the quick rate that I had because of my problems? And I think one of the big reasons is because I had this just genuine belief that I could make my dreams happen. And I think if you didn't have that belief, when challenges come up, you would view them as an obstacle to having your dreams happen and maybe change direction or give up on them. And I think like having this belief that you can make your dreams happen, you know, it's going to shift your perspective from rather than things being in the way, they're on the way, right? You can kind of look at that problem and analyze it and look at it as an opportunity to grow. You know, when kind of when challenges come up, one of the things I would really encourage you to do is figure out like, okay, am I solving this challenge, this problem with like a temporary fix? Or am I, is this a permanent solution to the problem? Is this just like a band-aid I'm putting on it right now just to handle it once? Or will this solve the problem from coming up again and again in the future? But, you know, back to kind of having the, the dream and believing you can make it happen. And we'll kind of talk about some things into getting into that. But um, I think when, when you have that, commitment to saying like, I believe I can have my dreams happen, then it makes you be more creative about how to solve problems as they come up that might be getting in the way. And I think a really good example of this is marriage. If you're married, I think if you have gone into marriage with the, you know, and I hope everybody has, like when you go into marriage with just that genuine trust that this is forever, we're going to spend the rest of our lives together. It's like when challenges come up, rather than viewing that as a obstacle in the way, of living that life together. It's like you both made that commitment, like we're going to spend our whole lives together. You know, we can have it be a great experience or a terrible experience. When a challenge comes up, it's like, we're going to work through this. And I'm sure that within relationships, you see that when a challenge comes up and you work through it, it makes your relationship so much stronger, right? Like you, you have those deep conversations that might be difficult. You can, after you work through something together, it helps you understand the other person to another point. It helps you realize they're going to be there for you when things are difficult in it. I mean, it helps me, you know, when I've run into difficulties or challenging conversations with my wife, it's like, it helps me to love and appreciate her more, but it also helps me to deepen just the relationship I have with myself because there's just so much that comes from those challenges. I think, you know, and I know I've talked about this in other episodes, but it's like, when you're going through those challenges, I want you to reframe how you think about them in your head to just like, this is what growth feels like right? It's a good thing. Like find the lessons, see how this is growing you. I think one of the reasons that lots of people maybe don't have this belief that their dreams can happen is there's a number of things. I think one of them might be, they might not really have complete clarity on what their dreams are. And if you don't have clarity on what your dreams are, it's going to be pretty difficult to make them happen, right? So I would, I would say that's a good place to start. But I also think like it's creating the habit of being intentional of what you're going to put into your mind. I think right now there's this this trend out there to be intentional of what you're putting into your body, right? People are getting more health conscious, right? Oh, I don't want to eat things that have this chemical in it or, you know, weren't organically made or they're just getting more conscious of what they're putting into their body. But I think like in a similar way, we should be really conscious of what we're putting into our mind, right? Our mind, our thoughts have such a big impact on what we're doing in our life. 
And if you can be a little more conscious of what you're putting into your mind, you know, I'm glad you're listening to something positive like this, you know, wherever you are. But I think like whether it's if you're spending a lot of time looking at negative things on social media, listening to negative things on the news or I don't know, just just not putting positive things into your head. It's like, of course, you're not going to if you have negative things going into your head, you're going to it's going to create negative thoughts and it's ultimately going to create negative results. When if you can shift that, I think you're going to very quickly realize that like by putting those positive things into your mind, you think differently. And if you're putting positive things around your goals into your mind, you're going to have more probably more energy or more belief that you're going to make them happen. But I also think the probably the most important skill that I've been able to develop that's helped me create my dream life. And I think like this is a necessity. If you want to create your dreams, this is a skill that you have to have. And it is a skill of mastering your time, right? Like we all have a fixed amount of time on this planet, no matter how healthy you live or how successful or unsuccessful you are, we're, we're not going to live forever, right? Like we have a very fixed amount of time. Our time is the only currency that when we give it up, like we can never get it back. And I think like if you can't master your time and control your time, it's going to be really difficult to use your time in a way that's going to make your dreams happen. If you can't control your time, you you probably won't believe or have the confidence in yourself that you can make your dreams happen. I think like the better you get at managing your time, the more you're going to realize you have more time. <laughs> and as your career progresses, and if that's something you want, I think you're going to very quickly realize how necessary of a skill this is. When I was at the dealership, you know, I've talked in the past of my family has dealerships and I was going through different positions there. It's kind of like as I moved my way into higher positions, I would start to realize how much more of an important time management was. It's probably like at a at a pretty entry level position. You know, like if I was going there to wash cars for the day, I don't have to plan my day out in advance. I could just show up there and wash the cars, right? But as I move into a higher position, maybe I need a little bit more sophisticated a system. Maybe you start using post-it notes, right? To like keep track of things that you have to do or appointments. But then as you move to a higher position, maybe you need like an actual to-do list that you regularly go through at the start of your day. But then eventually you move to a point where it's like, look, the post-it notes and the to-do list aren't going to cut it. Like I need an actual system, an actual process for planning my days in advance, my weeks in advance, my months in advance, my years in advance to keep myself on track and keep myself on the trajectory aiming at the goals that I want. So where does that start? I think one of the really important things for when you wanting to make that decision to master your time is it's making the commitment to saying, I'm going to learn this, right? Like it's unfortunately, it's not just a little switch you flip. It's something that you're probably going to have to start experimenting with several different ways of structuring your time, several different strategies of structuring your time to find out what's really going to work for you and for your business. But rather than when you have challenges come up, or if you're starting to feel behind, stressed, overwhelmed, rather than just looking at that as, I don't know, a negative thing or, you know, being a victim to it, you know, woe was me, I have stress in my life, looking at it as an indicator that it's time for you to level up your time management strategies. Right now, those time management strategies, if you're feeling constantly behind and overwhelmed, it's like it's just an indicator that your time management strategies are holding you back from the next level. And it also shows you there's the potential to get to the next level. If you feel overwhelmed, it's a clear indicator that there's more demands. There's a high amount of demands for your time, which there's a lot of people that are demanding your time. It's probably a good thing, right? Like, but you just need to hit the right, create the right time management strategies to get you to the next level. So I think there's there's tons of different tools out there. And I think my challenge for you out of this episode is one, gonna be to embrace your problems, embrace your challenges, see what you can learn from them. And the second thing is to make the commitment to mastering your time. And there are tons of 
tools and resources out there. And I want you to go lean in and find them. Obviously, we have the Goal Crazy Planner, which I think is an incredible, incredible tool that's going to help you get clarity on what your goals are and creating plans so you can manage your time in a way to get you there. And I think what's even better than that is if you're an entrepreneur that really wants to master your time, just go schedule a call with me. You can go onto my site, goalcrazycoaching.com. Schedule a free call with me where we can dive into your goals together. We can get clarity on where you're at in your life right now, where you want to be, and start mapping out the exact steps you need to take to get you there. And then if you feel like you need help taking those exact steps, I can break down for you several different options of how a coaching program can help you. But I think like, you know, there's so many resources, even if it's just like buying a time management book, there's so many resources out there of how to improve your time management that it, it shouldn't be an excuse. I want to encourage you, take control of your time, make the commitment to developing that skill, start experimenting with different things because if you want to create your dream life, mastering your time will be a necessary skill set to have. So I would love to talk with you on a call. Check out the Goal Crazy Planner. If there's something I can do to help, reach out. But let's go crazy, embrace these problems, and let's make our dreams happen.